Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Kitchen Counter Talks. I'm your host, Alyssa. And I'm Jordan. And in honor of St. Patrick's Day, which is tomorrow, we are doing an episode all about luck and winning the lottery, which would be really fun. So... That would be that would be fun to win the lottery. <laughs> but right. We'll dive more into that. Jordan, how are you doing? I'm good. I was thinking and I really don't have a lot of life updates. It was a pretty regular week. Yeah. That's so, not bad. I'm trying to think. I did finish Outer Banks and I know we spent like ten minutes talking about Outer Banks last week, so I'll keep mm-hmm. it brief. But mm-hmm. I actually did really, really like the way it ended. Did you finish it? I did, and I need to remember how it was ended. like how you said oh, every season yeah. for them is like it's all nicely tied up in a bow, and uh-huh. I mean there was some really sad parts, but yeah, overall it was good. Yeah, it was. I will say I bawled the last episode mm-hmm. for a few parts. Like it just yeah. hit me, and I was like, no, what? No, <laughs> I, I just felt like other episodes, like in the middle of the season, I was so bored during them. Mm-hmm. And that one, I was like, I don't want any distractions. This yeah. is really, really good. Intense. Yeah. And that was maybe the only episode of the whole season that I kind of felt that way. Yeah. I, well, I liked, I did like the whole season. I just liked the characters and everything. Yeah. I did. So I would say I liked more than just the last episode, but I wish, well, Actually, I'm not going to say it because I don't want to spoil it for other people, but um, that's okay. My wish is that they would have just, like, ended it there. I felt like it was a perfect ending, and it was just, like, they were all happy and mm-hmm. living out their dreams now, and then they set it up for a fourth season, and I was like, Yeah, and they uh, already re-signed for the fourth season, I saw. Okay. Um, I'm actually, I'm excited to see how they do this fourth season because now mm-hmm. they're going to be at the age where they're not in high school. That's what I, I was they're thinking They're not going to be in high yeah. school. And they have this, it might be a little bit more believable now because they have this label on them as they mm-hmm. can find this treasure and they are good at this. So that's true. I feel like that part of it might make it more realistic next mm-hmm. season. Um, but yeah, I don't think it hit as hard. Well, I just really like the Sarah and John B. dynamic in the last mm-hmm. season so much in the will they, won't they side of things. Yeah. And we just didn't get as much of that this season, really with no. any of the characters, uh-uh. which is fine. But I don't know. I just like that twist on all of it, yeah. too. You know, like the relationship side. Um, Nick and I also finished You, the second half of You, Oh, okay. Yesterday. We haven't even started yet. Yeah. I'd is say, it good? Yeah. Okay. I liked the second half of this a lot better than the first half the first half i was like on my phone the whole time and i was like kind of in and out of being bored and the second half i was like okay this feels yeah more how it should feel okay well i really liked the first half so now i'm even more excited for the second half yeah it's sweet yeah is it more like the direction you usually goes in in it in a weird well i don't know kind of but kind of not it just takes it in a different direction um and yeah it's just interesting i'm not gonna say any more than that just because i don't want to spoil it for anybody but i liked the second half of it better than i liked the first half okay maybe we should do a recap of we can just do a recap episode of you and outer banks because i feel like those are two shows that everybody's 
watching, watching right yeah. now. So that could be fun in the future, maybe. Um, you have really exciting updates. Yeah. I was in Mexico for the last <sighs> weekish, just mm-hmm. under a week, the last few days, and it was so nice. When we left, it was snowing, and when we got back here, it was snowing. <laughs> Don't and worry, so. it snowed all the days you were gone, too. <laughs> so it felt so good just to be in the sunshine. We were, mm-hmm. it was just nice because it was a vacation that we didn't pay for. Like, my company yeah. paid for it for us. And the point of the vacation was just relax, have fun, treat mm-hmm. yourself. And the resort we stayed at was, like, the nicest place I've ever stayed at. We went on a boat one day and, like, drove out to the middle of the ocean. And the water was so crystal clear. It was gorgeous. And then just being in the sunshine felt so good. We were flying Mm -hmm. home on, what was it, last Thursday? Thursday? Yeah. And I, on the plane ride home, I was so deliriously happy. Like, I just was so (laughs) happy. And I think it's because I had so much vitamin D in me because I had the sunshine. Mm -hmm. And it's great. I was just, like, weirdly happy. And I normally am not happy leaving vacations. But I think the sunshine just put me in such a good mood. Then I had to work on Friday. And work was just a chaotic mess i think somebody just took my team and lit them on fire while i was gone <laughs> so it was a mess that i had to come clean up but the whole time i was fixing things on friday i was like yeah it's good we're good i'm so happy we're fine so that was yeah because really nice. i had texted you on friday and i was like i'm so sorry i have to come back to such bad weather because mm-hmm. it was just non-stop snowing and you were like and it's still snowing it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah you're like i'm just so happy that i got to be in the sun that it doesn't matter well, I was thinking about it, and I don't think we have seen the sunshine for probably two months. Like, yeah, for the I mean, we've definitely time. had like sunny days, but it feels like our sunniest days are also our coldest days, right? Like, and we even, haven't had a sunny and warm day in a long time. Yeah, and even when we do have the sunny days, I have to just like sit inside and stare at it because I can't, yeah, go outside because I'm working, and it's like, well, I'm not going to go sit on my deck and yeah, work because it's, it's still warm. only 30 degrees mm-hmm. so just like I forgot what it was like to be in the sun and that's yeah. so sad but that's what we get being here in the midwest <laughs> and this time of year really stinks because one it's so unpredictable like I feel mm-hmm. like March is the time people go oh well remember a couple years ago when it was 70 yeah. degrees on when St. we were Patrick's freshmen Day? in college and we had that really weird yes, warm sun like, starting March 1st <laughs> Yes, I feel like it's just a stinky time of year because it can look like I'm looking out the window right now and it's snowing Mm -hmm. and that's so typical of March. But then also in March, you have like nice days. You have teaser days. Yes. The other thing I hate about March is it'll melt during the day and it'll freeze at night and you just have ice everywhere and the amount of times I've slipped and fallen and like clunked myself on the ground this winter uh-huh. is just like a big screw you because yes. the weather just hates us i think the best year one of the best years of my entire life was in 2017 17. the start of 2017 yeah when you and i had just become friends <laughs> and we were living in the dorms and mm-hmm. literally from march 1st onwards yeah. it was between 50 and 80 degrees it was every the most single day beautiful spring it, i've ever most, experienced yeah and we would get done with class at like noon every mm-hmm. single day and we would go and sit outside of the dorms in that little like 
yes. grassy mm-hmm. area. Read our books, do our homework, it stop at the cab, say hi to our friends. It was mm-hmm. like that was living. It that was, was living. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. I wish we knew at that time just how happy it was. <laughs> I know. Seriously. Well, I feel like whenever an early spring hits, you're like, oh, yeah, this is just the way it is. Yeah. Instead of being like, no, it's an early spring and we yeah. should really be grateful for it. Yeah. And then I remember at the end of that, or well, in the fall of 2017, we had that one day. It was the last day of September and it was 80 yes. degrees and uh-huh. we went tubing down the yep. river and we're I like tomorrow that. is October this is so weird it was yes. like the best 2017 was a great year for the weather yeah shout out 2017 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dang it that was well, so nice good weather is kind of like winning the lottery when you live in the midwest and yes. so if you won the real lottery what would you do how much money are we talking when it comes to That's a great question. Lottery? Should um, I Google it? Let's just say, like, uh, that's a great question. Because, like, sometimes the Powerball is, like, hundreds of millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. But a regular lottery, I feel like, is just, like, a few million dollars. Yeah, it says it could be really anywhere between one and a hundred million dollars. Let's go a hundred million. Oh, Say gosh. you want a hundred million dollars. Okay, I think the panicky side of me would mm-hmm. take half of it. So I would take uh-huh. fifty million dollars and I would shove mm-hmm. it in savings and I would never touch it. I would just mm-hmm. leave it and it would be my emergency. Yeah. So then that would leave me with fifty million dollars. And I think if I had fifty million dollars, <laughs> I would first buy a house that was mm-hmm. really nice. I'd buy another dog. And then I think if any of my family or friends needed help or needed mm-hmm. to pay debts, I would then do that. And then from there, I'd see how it goes. I tried, I think I'd try to just live the same life I live now. Yes. But just not working my job anymore. Yeah. I think That's I'd stop exactly. working and like mm-hmm. just live this, continue to live this life and see how, see if I could retire off of all that. Yeah. I think I would do the same. Like, I would pay off, like, my student loans, Mm -hmm. my house, my car. Like, Mm -hmm. I have no more monthly payments. Mm -hmm. That would be a dream. Mm -hmm. And then I would save a bunch of it. I'd probably plan, like, one really fun trip. Mm -hmm. Like, a whole Europe thing. Yeah. But I would definitely do the thing where you, like, get it in increments, you know? Mm -hmm. And then that Mm -hmm. would just be my income and I could quit my job. Yeah, I agree. I saw, um, I was watching, who's that guy on Shark Tank? Um, Dark hair. I don't remember his name, but I'm picturing his face right now. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Shark Tank Mark. I'm just gonna Shark Tank Mark. (laughs) Yeah, Mark Cuban. Um, so Mm -hmm. he, I, it's so weird. This morning I was watching a TikTok and it was him talking about, I think it was his first his first big sale that he had was mm-hmm. for six million dollars it was like a new company had and the first customer ended up buying something for six million dollars yeah. oh my gosh and he said after taxes payouts and like all that kind of stuff he had two million dollars 
left over and they were like well what did you do with that two million dollars like what was the first thing you did and he said the very first thing he did he was went and he bought one of those lifetime airline passes and he said he went to american airlines called them and said do you have one of those lifetime flight passes and they said yeah Yeah. let me get you over to that group and he bought two first class tickets for life with american airlines for one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars and i he just flies first class pretty like quote unquote for free now because he bought the lifetime pass yeah which is super cool and then he says but i actually ended up giving him away because i just bought a private jet so i don't need (laughs) but i was like that's poor guy i feel like i would do that too like just being able to fly first class anywhere is really cool really cool yeah um so a couple of weeks ago, it was the 100th day of school, which is a very big deal in kindergarten. Oh, so. I remember how big of a deal that yes. was. Yeah. So we went all out celebrating the 100th day of school and everything was 100 themed. So mm-hmm. our writing assignment that day is what would you do with $100? Mm-hmm. And their responses were so cute. They thought $100 was the same as winning the lottery. Oh, the amount of... <laughs> houses we were gonna buy with that oh, $100 so many of them were like I'm going to Walmart and I'm buying every single toy oh it was just so cute but I have this one guy who he is just gonna grow up to be like the ultimate businessman he was yeah. like $100 is not enough for a house and oh we're doing our writing and I look at his and I'm like oh what does this say and he was like I'm putting it all in my savings. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, he's you smart. Are such what a, a cutie. smart kid! That is so funny. And to do that at what five and six yeah. to know uh-huh. I'm shoving. I'm putting this in my savings account. Yeah, he's like... gonna be the next guy on Shark Tank. I yeah, feel like and he was I... so cute. He was the only one that actually understood yeah. what a hundred dollars was <laughs> it's so funny because i don't feel like especially in kindergarten you don't just don't understand the value of money and how no. much anything mm-hmm. costs or anything like that um and that is so that's so cute <laughs> i feel like you don't understand it until maybe college but really yeah. after college because even my brother who's 16 yeah. We'll be like, oh, yeah, I have 20 bucks right now. Like, I'm going to Canes or, like, yeah. that's a lot of money or, like, not a lot, but, like, an but exciting, it, like, yes, I got 20 bucks. Yeah. And well, and, like, for us, our rent in college was only, like, $300 yeah. a month. And, like, to us at that time, it's like, oh, gosh, $300? Uh-huh. <laughs> Can we get it any cheaper? But then at the same time, it's, like, still, even then, outside mm-hmm. of college, you have to figure out how to pay rent which is much more than three hundred dollars you know Mm -hmm. um yeah i think that's it's crazy Mm -hmm. well i have an exciting stat for you okay according to investopedia the odds of winning a powerball drawing are one in 292 million and that means you are more luck more likely to get struck by lightning wow Mm -hmm. that's a bummer yeah i would not want to get hit by lightning (laughs) do you ever get like powerball tickets my mom's really big into getting powerball tickets when the powerball's high and she'll usually buy one for me and buy one for my brother but i don't think i've ever bought one for myself yeah me neither yeah so i really can't even be like what would i do if i won the lottery because i don't do anything that would help me win the lottery (laughs) did you see that story of it was a 
office Christmas party this year where mm-hmm. they, I think it was like some sort of scratch off or some something like that. Um, and they were doing White Elephant and passing the ticket around and a bunch of other yeah. stuff. And when they finished, she was like, okay, I'm going to do the scratch off or I'm going to do the whatever it was. And she ended up winning a lot of money. Um, it was like thousands of dollars. And then oh there was gosh. this whole fight in the office of yeah. like the guy who bought it was saying, well, I bought it, so I should get all that money. And she's like, but it was mm-hmm. my gift. If I only won 50 bucks, you wouldn't be making me right. give this to you. And it was a whole, let me see how much she actually won. I feel like you have to go in with like a deal of if you win over X amount of money, like, I get 30% or yeah. something. And if you don't say that, then you can't be mad if they win and don't give you anything. Yeah, she won $175,000. Wait, and she didn't give him anything? I don't know if she gave him anything. But I had, like, I don't, it's her present. I don't think That's she has to true. give him anything. But you know how, like, if you win, you're supposed to tip the person who sold it to you? Oh, so I, I feel like that. in that setting, you should tip the person who gave it to you. But they, again, like if she had only won 50 or $100, totally. she needed to tip him at that point too. Right. So I don't know. I think it's completely up to the person who wins it. Like she yeah. won it, she gets to decide. And like if she wants to tip him. But then it's like, well, everybody else in the office is like, well, yeah. we're your coworkers. We could have won that same thing too. Do we get a split of it? And yeah, it's like it was her. And Christmas it's like an gift. awkward amount of money where it's like, it's not like life-changing where you can quit your job, but it is life-changing in the sense like you can pay off a lot of things. Yeah. And it probably got taxed pretty heavily. And then yeah. after that, you only have a certain amount left. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. I do feel like she could have like bought him lunch or something and been mm-hmm. like, thank you. But I, like if I was in that situation, I just wouldn't have told anybody. Like if somebody yeah. would have asked and mm-hmm. been like, how much did you want? I would have been like, oh, I just want like 10 bucks. Like totally. nobody needs to know. Yeah. You know, um, I've got a stat for you. Okay. Various news outlets report that 70% of people who win the lottery um, and or get a big winning of some sort end up being broke within a few years, which is really, okay. really interesting. So when we like decided we were going to do this topic, I was like, we're going to have so many cool stories of people who like bought this cool thing or invested in this cool thing. And a lot of it is to this 70% of people. Yeah. So. Which is really sad. (laughs) Yeah. So should we get into some of these stories? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. After cashing in a 319 million Mega Millions jackpot, Cootie and his wife Linda decided to donate a portion of the winnings to to building a water park in honor of their parents. That's kind of cool. That is kind of a fun. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder why a water park. Same. I wonder why. (laughs) That's just an interesting (laughs) thing to do. But maybe their parents loved water parks. Yeah. And they were like, here you go. Here's a water park. And I wonder how much building a water park actually costs. Because in my mind, I'd be like, oh, a million dollars would cover a water park. Yeah. I feel like it depends on the kind of water park. Yeah. Like a... Like Cascade Bay here in Egan, I feel like that's only a couple million dollars. But like I would uh, say like even fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Cascade but Bay is a cute like thing. a Wisconsin Dells type thing. Yeah. That's that's, that's big a money. lot. Yeah. 
Interesting. How fun. Um, in 2012, 81-year-old Lewis White of Newport, Rhode Island bought a rainbow sherbet at Stop and Shop just before purchasing a lottery ticket that would end up being worth $336.4 million. In honor of the lucky dessert, she created the Rainbow Sherbert Trust. I was trying to find what the Rainbow Sherbert Trust is. I don't know what the Rainbow Sherbert Trust is. Interesting. I'm going to... Yeah. Oh, I see the story now, but... I don't know. Yeah. I think it's cool that she bought, like, a trust. And the part of the story where she's 81 years old. Can you imagine winning that kind of money at 81? Yeah, that's crazy. It's like, what do you, what do you do with that at that yeah. age? You know, you start probably... the Rainbow Sherbert Trust, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> that's really interesting. I wonder if it's like not even anything. It's just like the a trust that she put all of her assets into oh. for when she dies. So that yeah. could be it too. It might not be anything. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, but it's kind of I... cute that she named it after that. And if that's the yeah. case. Man, that's a lot of money to win just at a gas station while you're getting some sherbet. Yeah, that's crazy. I feel like after that, people always go to those locations once they find out where they are mm-hmm. and go and try to buy it. And it's like, well, the odds of it happening again yeah. at the same location is one yeah. in a million. Probably even less than that. <laughs> yes, for sure. Well, against all odds, New Jersey native Evelyn Adams won the lottery in back-to-back years. 1985 and 1986 for a grand total of 5.4 million feeling lucky she took her extra cash to the tables and slot machines in atlantic city she pushed her luck as of 2016 she was penniless and residing in a trailer park after gambling it all away dang that stinks Uh that really stinks how do you gamble away I just can't imagine that. Yeah. And to win it back to back, the odds of that happening is literally insane. Uh Uh-huh. And then to push the luck and think that you're going to do it a third time by gambling and getting more unfortunate. That really Mm -hmm. stinks. Really sad, too. How you're all of a sudden. Yeah, like, that's I why just, I think the first time you get it, split it in half, put half mm-hmm. of it away, and do whatever the heck you want with the other half, you know? I feel like there should be more, like, financial literacy classes when people are growing up because yeah. I just don't feel like... And if you aren't used to saving before you win the lottery, then I don't feel like your first instinct would be like, oh, I'm going to save all of this just because you don't have that right. habit already. Yeah, I think they should do more of that in colleges, too, Mm -hmm. because like we were saying, you don't really realize the value of money. Yeah, like until you're going through college and afterwards. But I remember doing those finance classes in high school where they were teaching us all of that. But it was really not applicable to the life I had because I was still Mm -hmm. living off of my parents, you know? Yeah. they should yeah. almost offer like a course for people who win the lottery or like big yeah, lump sums right. of money. Or them. like there's all those stories about NFL players who yeah. 
are really, really young and all of a sudden they come into this huge amount of money and yeah. now they're all broke. They blow it all. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really sad. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Denise Ross hit a 1.3 million jackpot in 1996 in the California State Lottery. She kept the secret to herself, even divorcing her husband of 25 years just 11 days after the winning. She decided not to list the winnings among her asset in her divorce. It was only a matter of time until she got busted big time. Her punishment about lying about her assets was to pay every cent of her winnings to her ex. Oh. Wow. There's a lot to unpack in that story. That's juicy. Uh-huh. Okay, because not only did she, like, I totally get keeping it a secret. Keeping yeah. it a secret from your husband, though. Right. Like, And then divorcing him. And then not listing it in the divorce. Yeah. Like, How I did you think you would reason. get away with that? I think that's another reason why we need to give classes to lottery winners because yeah. just knowing all the legalities and that kind of stuff that goes behind getting a divorce, uh-huh. not good. Not yeah. good. <laughs> huh. Yikes. And hopefully she didn't blow it before they found out because she has to pay it all to her husband mm-hmm. now. That stinks. Yikes. And just 11 days after winning too. That's so weird that your first thought, you win the lottery and your first thought is like, yes, I'm going to divorce my husband. Yeah. I wonder if they maybe didn't have a lot of money between Mm -hmm. the two of them. And I don't, I guess I don't really know how divorce works, but I have heard it can be expensive to get a divorce. Mm -hmm. And so maybe she was like, now I have money I can finally divorce him. Sad. Unfortunate. Huh. I feel like if she wouldn't have kept it a secret, she probably could have like, talked to her lawyer about it and found a way to keep more than half of it yeah i'm sure there would have been some sort of loophole but absolutely yeah i think they're yeah Hmm. it's crazy um a waitress who got a lottery ticket as a tip couldn't believe it when she won 10 million dollars when all was said and done tanya dickerson agreed to take three hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars over 30 years her fellow waitstaff wasn't happy for her and sued her, claiming she agreed to split those winnings with her team if she won. That's kind of weird. Yeah. There's a few weird things in this. The first weird thing is leaving a lottery ticket as a tip because more than likely the lottery ticket's going to have nothing on it. And yeah. that's a kind of a rude tip. Yeah. And a lottery ticket costs what? Like a couple bucks? Yeah. You know, which is kind of sad. Uh-huh. Um, I don't get the part where it says she agreed to take $375,000 over 30 years. Is that like $375,000 a year? Yeah. For 30 so years? Okay. you can either take the whole thing at once or you can have them split it up for you. Yeah. And she gets 375 each year. Yeah. Is that what that yeah. means? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I, sure just in passing, she was like, oh, yeah, if I win, like, we'll have to split it. Yeah. But didn't actually think she'd win $10 million yeah that's i i I don't know i feel like i'm playing devil's advocate so much today i like why would you even say that again i'm going back yeah your assumption is at best you'll win 50 dollars with a lottery ticket Mm -hmm. you're gonna split that with your entire team so everyone gets like a couple of bucks yeah that's like a stupid comment to make but then two her wait staff 
like flat out suing her come on can you grow up a little bit it's she won sorry that you didn't win but it's her luck you know move on I know that that sucks and you wish it was you but come on so many stories of people just getting so jealous when other people in their life win the lottery um actually um Alex someone in his hometown won the lottery oh wow and I don't remember the full story, but I'm pretty sure they ended up moving mm-hmm. because so many people were asking for money. That's horrible. Yeah. That's they did build a church, though, with the money, so that's pretty cool. Oh, that's really good. That's yeah. really sweet. But then um, I, I think so many people were like, like relatives who don't talk to them anymore, friends yeah. who haven't talked to them in years were like, oh, but like we're friends. Can you help me pay off my car or whatever? Yeah money makes people so nasty Mm -hmm. like so nasty and i that's why i always think like just keep all that stuff to yourself totally it's just people get weird about it and then it's Mm -hmm. like okay well now we're not friends yeah you know all right you want to read the next one oh yep um when she got through that legal battle, the man who gave her the ticket reappeared and said that oh, she... Oh, I'm sorry. This is part of the same one. Oh. Oh. Do you want to finish reading that one? Yeah, now? sorry. Okay, when she got through the legal battle, because her team was suing her, the man who gave her the ticket reappeared and said she promised him part of it if she won. Um, days after Tonda got the claim dismissed her ex-husband kidnapped her and drove (gasps) her to an isolated boat jetty in alabama a struggle ensued and when she got his gun she shot him through the chest okay that just took the story (laughs) in a whole different direction (gasps) what that is crazy here's the thing if you left a lottery ticket as a tip you're a cheapo yeah. And you can't come crawling back when it's a winner. You should have kept it for yourself and yeah. left a normal tip. Yeah. That is so crazy. And then, the, well, now it makes sense why she divorced her crazy husband because he kidnapped her. Yeah. Wait, no, those to... are different stories. Oh, wait. Sorry. I'm completely the, getting my The one you crossed. read, Denise yeah. Razi, is the one who divorced her husband. And then this is just a lady who was a waitress. God. Well, I'm glad she divorced him anyways because he's a psychopath. Yeah. It sounds like days after Tonda got the claim dismissed, her ex-husband, so it sounds like they were already divorced before she won. Mm -hmm. Then he kidnapped her. That could be a book. That would be such a good book. That would be a really good book. Yeah. You should write it and I'll read it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. This is insane. Uh Uh-huh. Like you said, people get weird about money. Yeah. And like, what's kidnapping her going to do? I'm going to kidnap you until you agree to give me money. Yeah. That's going to go over well once you unkidnap uh-huh. her and she goes to the police and tells on you that you yeah. freaking kidnapped her. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> That's, this stuff is, these stories are like <laughs> making me mad. People are so dumb. Get out of everyone's business for crying uh-huh. out loud. Just do what Alyssa said. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. Don't tell anyone. Keep your yap shut. Don't try to rub your money in anyone's face and just get on with your life. Mm-hmm. And if you know somebody who has a lot of money, 
great for them move mm-hmm. on with your life and you just exactly. figure out how to make as much money as you can it's none of your business and it's ugh. anyways <laughs> there's my money rant for the day <laughs> okay our last story for the day is um neil was one of the poorest ranch owners in one of the poorest areas in south dakota when he won a 232 million powerball prize in 2009 I would like to thank the Lord for giving me this opportunity and blessing me with this great fortune. I will not squander it, he graciously said when he accepted his check, and he didn't. He used the winnings to pay off his existing debts and buy his ranch nearly 50,000 acres. Okay, I'm so happy we're ending on this note. I I needed this. (laughs) Thank you, Neil. Way to go, Neil. And see, he's got the Lord on his side. Mm -hmm. He knows this is a gift from God. I'm going to use this to the best of my ability. And that's what he's doing. What a good man. I love that story. And I love that, like, he had nothing. Yeah, yeah. And then he responsibly used it to pay off all of his debts. Is it? But I think that's the sweetest thing. Like, he's got yeah. the Lord on his side. That's and what God's I'm saying. like, you're a yeah. good man. Here's a lottery ticket. And he goes, yes. I know this is a gift. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use it as such. I'm going to use it the right way. Oh, my heart. Way to go, Praise Neil. Praise Jesus. Way to go, Neil. Good man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on that note. <laughs> well, everyone, happy St. Patrick's Day. Hopefully something lucky happens to you um maybe your luck will be winning the lottery and now you have a little insight on how to use it responsibly like neil can i actually give a shout out i should have done this in the beginning of the episode my mom's birthday is on saint patrick's day yes so mom if you're listening want to wish you the happiest birthday i hope this is the best year yet hope it's your luckiest year yet too whoop whoop happy birthday Um, if you are not already following us on Instagram, be sure to do that at Kitchen Counter Talks Pod, and we will see you next week on the Kitchen Counter. Bye.